You're listening to the Real Estate of Things podcast. All right. My good friend, William Sweet, founder of Sweet Ventures LLC, joined me again for another sit down. We went way off the beaten path. Uh, I shot William a note the other day. I was like, hey, hop on the podcast with me again. Let's just chat. No bullet points, no game plan. Just come in here and talk with me. We went through the Jacksonville market. We talked about his Tesla car rental business. Diversification, diversification, diversification. Love it. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Real Estate of Things podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Elliott. I'm joined again, one of my favorite guests, William Sweet. He is the founder of Sweet Ventures, LLC. William, thank you for joining me again, my friend. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am well, for sure. So let's kick it off. You just got back from Jacksonville, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, go ahead. No, I said, yes, sir. Just got back from Jacksonville. I currently live in Atlanta and Buckhead. Mm-hmm. We actually are in the process of purchasing my mom and dad a home. So hopefully it gets accepted. That's great. Congrats on that. That's an exciting thing to do. Man. Thank you. Thank and uh, how's the market in Jacksonville? Like, I feel like my guess is that it's like every other market, like multiple offer situation, over ask, just a nightmare to try to find something. So what's talk me through how Jacksonville real estate is right now. No, you're you're hundred percent right. I think everywhere over the country you have a market that is is hot. And especially in Jacksonville, when I went home, I haven't been home in a while and I just saw new developments, new apartment buildings, new homes being built. I'm just like when did they start all this stuff? But it's pretty cool to kind of see everything appreciating value and seeing your neighborhood look a lot better. Yeah, I can relate to that. I grew up just south of Myrtle Beach, uh, a town called Myrtle's Inlet. And when I would go back during college, so this is like 2011 through 2015, you know, Myrtle Beach area, super touristy, right? It's like tourists and golf, the, the two big things down there. And it like the whole ecosystem centered around tourism. So like in the off season, it was completely different. Like traffic was cut by 70% and a lot of restaurants closed up in the off season. So like, but going back over the last 11 years since I've been away, like, yeah, I have the same kind of feeling. I'm like, when did this like shopping center open up and when did this massive multifamily complex get built it's a crazy thing to watch you know especially if you have some distance between you and a place like pop in you know a couple times a year and just see that crazy growth so what is is the big focus right now in jacksonville like multifamily construction or is it multifamily single family everything going up what's what's going on i would i would say pretty much a combination of everything I know a lot of new construction on the residential side is is really popular in Jacksonville, especially particularly on the south side of Jacksonville towards the beaches. That seems to be the more prominent area in Jacksonville, just naturally due to the, the beach, St. John's Town Center, all that kind of good stuff. But there's also other neighborhoods and other sides of town that are doing that are doing well, but I think in terms of that area in Jacksonville, the South Side is probably the leader in terms of the most affluent neighborhoods. Got it, got it. And last time you and I were chatting, you were in a property in I think the west side of Atlanta. 
Um, how's what will give me an update on that did you end up getting that property or what's going on so we we actually did not move forward with that property we did an appraisal on it and the outside looked good but there was some interior issues that that the seller was not willing to work with us on Mm -hmm. Uh, they kind of wanted us to buy as is in terms of taking on that risk of i think it had some type of gas issue. I can't remember the correct term for it, but I learned that in a lot of older homes that you have to check for a certain type of gas. And after the inspection that that particular home did have it and it would be needed to do some internal fixing up mm-hmm. and they, they were unable to work work with us on that. So it was, it was an older home as well. So we, we didn't want to, you know, if we wanted to purchase an older home, we wanted to kind of at least get it as brand new condition as we could. Right. But in this market, I mean, you, you got houses with two bedrooms and, and no roof <laughs> selling for half a million in Atlanta. It is wild, especially like Atlanta is crazy. And you have kind of a couple of close colleagues of mine. You know, like you have a lot of folks moving in from high cost of living areas who, you know, sell their place for way more than, you know, you're selling a place in New York or Southern California and making a move to Atlanta, like you're sitting pretty cash heavy comparatively just because Atlanta real estate comparatively is less expensive. But in terms of just trajectory, like it's up and to the right. And that's definitely a factor. So do you have, you have any other active projects going on in Atlanta or just on the hunt? So, actually, we have kind of postponed the search here in Atlanta. Yeah. And we just decided to continue to focus um, in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's been our bread and butter in terms of affordable housing. We wanted to expand into the Atlanta market, but with everything being overpriced, especially here in Atlanta, there's just more room for growth in Jacksonville for us. Yeah. And just, that's not to say that we won't be in the Atlanta area soon. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, we just decided that it was best for us to just continue to do what we do, provide to give a helping hand in the community in Jacksonville and continue to uh, run up, op- run operations with our seven homes as is. And we've actually scouted out uh, two more properties in Jacksonville uh, that could potentially work for us. They're still being renovated, so we still have a few more few more months to make those decisions whether we want to move forward with those or not. Got it. That makes sense. One thing, so I, you know, I follow you on Instagram and creeping around and scrolling, I see you and a bunch of Teslas. Talk to me about that. <laughs> what 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 do you have going on here? You're building the Atlanta Tesla Empire. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So I actually started, um, I launched my second business, the sweet companies and it's a car service, uh, here for people who come into town, you need a car to rent. You can drive a Tesla around. You can not pay for gas. You can put it on autopilot and you can watch YouTube or the internet, surf the internet. It's just a platform that uh, I discovered called Turo, mm-hmm. and it's essentially the Airbnb for cars. And it's as simple as if you flew to Atlanta today, 
you search on that for the type of car you want. And me, me being a host, I'll provide the car to you clean, clean condition. And I'll have it right across the street from the airport in the parking garage for you. Wow. So as soon as you land, you don't have to stand in any long lines that hurts. You don't have to deal with the enterprise. You don't have to, you know, wait hours and hours for a rental car. You book it on your phone. Actually, I've, I've had multiple people book my cars while they're on the plane flying to Atlanta. I love it. Yeah, that, that experience definitely sounds like it beats the uh, the normal boring rental car experience and getting to drive something that's uh, a little nicer than a Malibu too. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's fun. It's efficient. And that, that allowed me to get, uh, have an excuse to get some more Tesla. There you go. What? How big is the fleet, and what do you have? You have. You I've have... got. I've got a total of six cars. Mm-hmm. I've got a Model S, two Model Threes, a Model X, and a Model Y. And I've also got a 2019 Jeep Cherokee. Got it. What uh, What is your favorite out of the Tesla lineup? Model X. Yeah, the Model X is a six thousand pound total electric vehicle SUV, butterfly doors, and it's a seven seater, and it's as quick as anything that you've seen on, on the road. Yeah, I'm I'm looking it up. The zero to sixty on like all because like, the electricity, like the electrical platform, is just like pure power from the get-go you should check it out next time you fly in let, let us know we'll love the whole show. absolutely will take you up on that it's uh yeah zero to 60 and 3.8 that's uh that's like m3 territory Six thousand pounds. yeah that's crazy the Six thousand pound vehicle that is insane insane so how so you manage it through uh kind of turo that platform and what's the i mean is is that something that's booming pretty well for you and you anticipate you're going to keep growing the fleet? Absolutely. I, um, last August, we originally had one car mm-hmm. in 2021. And as that one particular Tesla started performing well, I grabbed the second Tesla in December that performed well, added a model S in January that did well added a model x the white mm-hmm. one that did well and uh, as of recently uh just added another model three Got it. and the jeep was always towards the end of 2021 right after my my first tesla yeah that's another space that's just absolutely wild like the car space right now right, like trying to buy a car like use yeah, it's a shorter yeah it's wild and we're uh Wife and I are going on a trip for 10 days uh, next Saturday, starting next Saturday, and trying to find a rental car. Uh, we're going to Hawaii and trying to find a four-wheel drive wow. car. Right, Because you're if you're going to go, there's a lot of places. We're going to an observatory at one point to do some stargazing and fun stuff like that. But you have to have a four-wheel drive car. And I looked back in November and it was like, oh yeah, seven hundred bucks for ten days. It seems like there's plenty of availability. And I didn't think about it again. Didn't book it. Didn't think about it again until over the weekend. And I was sweating and scrambling. I had to. I ended up going like 
we we use uh enterprise company i was like nothing we got little tiny toy cars I was like, this is not gonna get me anywhere so finally ended up through like costco's car rental program finding one but i was sweating bullets i didn't know costco's had, had a program for cars. yeah they do and it's it like pulls in from avis budget enterprise and everything but stuff that wasn't showing up through some providers directly was showing up on their site so uh, fingers crossed. I'll let you know. I may need you to airlift a Tesla over to Hawaii so we can make it up a mountain. We'll make it happen. You are the man. We'll make it happen. So what, I love the fact that you, like, there are people who are just like, I'm a real estate investor. And I like real estate, real estate, real estate. And then there are people like you who are like, I'm just going to go whatever pathway makes sense. And not kind of, you know, not that solely focusing on real estate is a bad thing. It's certainly not, but you kind of diversify the businesses. So is there anything that you have top of mind? Like, uh, are you focusing on kind of real estate and the Tesla hustle or uh, anything kind of out there? Well, I think for me, I, uh, I like to diversify. I like to turn any liabilities that I may have in the assets. So I love, I have a passion for cars, specifically Tesla, mm-hmm. and I decided to create a business out of it. Yeah. I mean, because I know there's other people that want to experience um, an electric car. Tons of people have fell in love with the Tesla so much that they, they said, that, well, thank you so much for, for allowing us to rent it. We actually want to buy one. Yeah. Now. And just educating people on a more cost-efficient way of traveling. You got to think about it. Gas is at an all-time high. I mean, it costs maybe maybe two bucks every thirty minutes of charge. Oh yeah. Versus some cars cost fifty dollars per per fill Right. Yeah. And the speed you can get two hundred miles in ten or fifteen minutes. Yeah, I my wife has a Prius, right? So she's not full electric, but sixty miles per gallon and. I'm close to the office, so my commute, I get like 14 miles per gallon, just absolutely atrocious. And some, uh, it just happens some weeks, I feel like I'm living at the gas station. And I didn't realize it's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. it is. And it's a pain in the tail. It's like, I don't want to, I need to change my plans, go to the gas station, fill you gotta it. Go to up, the gas station. It's like, get yeah. out. Yeah. It's like cold out or hot out. It's just like, God, this is an interruption, is the big thing. And, and yeah. And the good thing is that a lot of buildings, a lot of apartment complexes, they actually have electric chargers inside the building. Yeah. So let's say you have zero, you, you, you got five miles left, you know, when you come home. By the time you wake up, you're on 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's becoming like just the last few years, such a difference. Like you're in Atlanta, I'm in Greenville, South Carolina, and like, when I would travel for work and pleasure, like you, you would see Teslas in major markets, even Atlanta, Charlotte. You didn't have to go too far, but Greenville, smaller MSA, so it took a little longer. But now uh, Teslas are everywhere, and charging stations popping up all over the place. Like you see, cities putting more electrical chargers in parking garages. Uh, so, like we've expanded the number of uh, like city provided charging stations in Greenville and I know so here's where I am on the on the electric uh on the EV train 
I know I'm, I'm 29 years old. I know most of my life is probably going to be spent in an electrical vehicle. Okay. But I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I got to get there. The sound of the old combustion engine firing up, it gets me, William. It gets me. I I think I have. No, I, 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 totally, I totally understand that. I think that at some point, like you said, you'll get to that point of being more friendly towards EVs. Especially when they make it illegal to uh, to to make or manufacture gas cars in, at twenty thirty, yeah. so I think everyone will have some type of transition at some point. Maybe not just yet, but you got to look at the uh, automobile leaders. Porsche has produced an electric vehicle. Mercedes has launched their all electric vehicle mm-hmm. with uh, Lamborghini and Rolls Royce soon to follow releasing their models of fully electric cars at some point because that's just kind of where we're, we're heading and towards the future i mean cars driving themselves cars talking to you yeah i mean it's it's it's, it's kind of crazy if you think about it i mean like this, the car can li- literally drive itself yeah it's it's wild and it's it's all of it's better, right? It's more efficient. It's uh, less maintenance. Like you know, like oil changes. That's another thing, right? <laughs> yes, oil change. You gotta, and that's such a pain in the tail. I gotta take my car somewhere, drop it off, and then it's uh, you have to schedule around it. It's like wait, it's it's very convenient, you know. And like you said, it's not everyone's not there yet, but I think as people become more and more familiar with it. They'll, they'll open up a little bit more. Yeah. And uh, just the takeoff on those, on any one of those, the three, the S, the X, the Y, like just the absolute monster. That's that's the sexy fleet. We, we've got them. We've got the S, the three, the X, and the Y. Love it. Love it. So how, so you're on Turo. Uh, how does somebody get in touch with you if they're like, hey, is Turo the best spot if they're looking to kind of be in Atlanta, rent a Tesla? Yeah, so actually, I'm an all-star host on the platform. So when you search just for any cars in general here in Atlanta, uh, my cars will be one of the first to pop up just because I have five-star ratings. And, I, you know, I take it take it very seriously to make sure that my clients have a good time. I go above and beyond providing a concierge. They're new to the city, providing restaurants and hotels, just different places to uh, enjoy themselves. And... Um, you know, treat my clients like family because, uh, you know, when they, when they come back, uh, we have a rewards program that they can take advantage of to return and return to members for discounts mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's, it's fun. And, um, just from looking at where we were in August to where we are now is, is a complete blessing. And I thank God for that. For sure. That's yeah. When you were listing off when you bought each car, like crazy that it's such a like short time frame and just up into the right growth. So congrats to you for that. That's, thank, that's you. Exciting, thank, exciting. You, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you have uh, when the cyber truck comes out in eight years, are you going to add that to the fleet? <laughs> yeah, I know it's taking forever, <laughs> but but um yes that's that's the plan i actually was trying to hold off and wait wait around but i say you know what you know we'll just get the whole fleet and when it comes we'll we'll grab it yeah i like i think i still have a like my 200 hundred dollar 
spot reservation there from a few Thanksgivings ago when I was with my uh, my wife's family and I was sitting next to her grandpa and we were talking about the Cybertruck. We were like, because it had just been announced and you could just put down, it was like one or 200 bucks to reserve a, a yeah, yeah, bucks, yeah. place in line. And we're like, wow, like, why wow, like, let's do this. I think thing looks like a beast. Was it like four years ago? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, I think it was right at four years ago. It was Thanksgiving 2018, maybe. Uh, that's crazy. And I think at that time they were anticipating late 2019 for production. At- they knew it would take forever. Yeah. They, they knew it. But that, that's a great way to raise money, though. Yeah. Right? I mean, they got everybody. I even gave them that deposit, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I got, I don't know, I'm I'm car number probably 8,500,000. So, well, that's it. I got one more combustion engine car to go. And then by the time I'm ready to get rid of that, my Cybertruck will be ready. So there we go. Hopefully, that, hopefully, be that's ready. my that's my move into the EV world. Uh, I think my wife's gonna beat me. She's she was a big fan of the hybrid. She got hers twenty sixteen, and she's a hundred percent EV. Now. We can we can still keep the Prius around. <laughs> yeah, we can still keep the Prius. We'll feel it. I love I love the Prius. Yeah, but best of both worlds. A little bit of hybrid action. <laughs> so back back to what you were talking about with the. Uh, diversification. Mm-hmm. I think that for me, it's about um, as an investor partnering with uh, the right teams that are leaders in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, and from an investing standpoint, just trying to find an advantage of, you know, who's the, the top technology performer, who, who's the top leading company in the technology world, who's the top company in the medical world, even when a lot of the medicines were produced during the pandemic. Um, I actually took advantage of buying ownership in those companies mm-hmm. to, I mean, just think about it. The whole world's in a pandemic and they've got to create a vaccine, right? That means that one of those companies is going to be successful at making this vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So in my mind, I'm like, well, Maybe I should own the company that's making the medicine. I'm with you. <laughs> that's making sense. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so I mean, we, we don't have to get all into that. But yeah. I'm just saying that just thinking from a logical perspective, you know, everyone's on lockdown. We can't go anywhere. We, we have to get vaccinated to do things. Okay, what companies are making mm-hmm. this stuff? Okay, well, I want to own those companies. Yeah. I mean, those are ones that that's, that's producing it, right? Yeah, that's that's so. that's the the opportunity and the like times in life whenever you have to kind of look at the whole chessboard a little bit and not just yeah, not just go the old broad index route, but hey, like there's this eight hundred pound gorilla in the room, and we know what's going to happen here. Like, are we we're going to figure this out? Like you said, like somebody's going to make a vaccine that works. And like, it's going to be a winner. Like they're going to get, they're going to get handsomely yeah, rewarded via share price appreciation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that, uh, just always being observant in terms of, you know, who's, who's the top dog yeah. in, in this space. And, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. I don't know how to create any medicine. So, 
let me just buy ownership in a company that that's, that's been doing it the past 50 years. Sweet Vaccines, LLC. Lock that down. <laughs> Lock it down. <laughs> Lock it down. Next, next pandemic. Uh, it's probably not going to be another that's one. My, that's my next business. That's right? it. I'll be... Uh, I don't know. I'll be the chief medical officer. I don't know anything, but I'll figure okay, it out. All right, I I'll got figure you. Figure it out. I got you. We'll, and we'll, we'll, hopefully, we will get sponsored by Prius or Tesla. There we go. Get a couple Teslas. The that's our distribution mechanism, right? You just load yep, up, load yep. up a Model X, pop in the seat, press go, distribute. We look. Oh gosh, this is a gold mine. We can't release this episode now. Oh no! Right, they're, they're on to it. Uh, oh man. Hey, William, I can't thank you enough, man. I always enjoy chatting with you. I have not been to Atlanta since you and I recorded our first couple episodes together, but I got to get to Atlanta, see you, hang out with you. Love Buckhead. It's a fun spot. So, Absolutely. We, we would love to have you, and we would love to pick you up in any of our Teslas, the S, the 3, the X, or the Y. Come shot with us at Sweet Ventures. Beautiful, beautiful. If you're on a flight to Atlanta listening to this, book your Tesla. If you're going there for the weekend, book your Tesla. Have fun in that city. William Sweet, founder of Sweet Ventures LLC. Thank you, good sir. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Take care. Are you a real estate investor looking for the right lender that can finance all your deals and help you scale? Lima One Capital has the best suite of loan products in the industry, bar none. Whether that's fix and flips, fix and holds, building new construction, or buying rental properties, they have incredible financing solutions for it all. A reliable, common sense lender is one of the most important parts of your investment team. And that's exactly what you get with Lima One. Let Lima One Capital show you how they've helped thousands of real estate investors scale and increase their wealth. Check out LimaOne.com or call 800-259-0595 to speak with a consultant in preparation for your next project. Thank you for joining us today on the Real Estate of Things podcast. Subscribe and tune in weekly for new content from the industry's best while we continue to unpack the nuances of this dynamic market. Follow us across social media for additional insights and analysis on the topics covered in each episode. And remember to rate, review, and share the show.